all know that relationships have their ups and downs, but those that can weather the storms together successfully will end up in a beautiful place. On today's case, Ms. Spear says Mr. Coran's controlling and jealous ways leave her feeling drenched in sadness and has her questioning his commitment. Let's hear their case. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Starr presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Spear versus Coran. Thank you very much. Ms. Spear, Mr. Coran. Ms. Spear, you've opened this case because you say you are ready to end your seven-year relationship. You say Mr. Coran has progressively become more controlling, jealous, and to top it all off, there's no intimacy. You say you want him out of your home and out of your life. Yes, Your Honor. And Mr. Coran, you are here, you say, to save your relationship. You say even after a rejected marriage proposal left you feeling discouraged, you say you are even more committed to winning Miss Spears' love and affection back. Yes, Your Honor. Okay. So, it looks like these two people have been together and loving on each other, but somehow you've lost each other. Why are we in court today, Miss Spear? Good day, Your Honor. Your Honor, Good day. I'm here today to see if you can help me with my relationship. Mm -hmm. That is seven years long. I'm 12 years older than Paul, and I'm retired. Paul is 58. I'm 70. He works full-time. you look good. You look Thank you. fabulous. Thank Absolutely you. wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Well, you know, his working full-time and my being retired and our age difference is showing wear and tear in conjunction with jealousy issues and control issues, and I, I need help. And I am here to provide that help because anytime you can find love in the second portion of your life, uh, I'm a big fan of that. So I found love in the second portion of my life, and so I want to figure out if there's some love there that we can... Uh, turn into a long-time love rather than something that's going to be destroyed. So, let's see. I'll go over to Mr. Grant. What do you think is the problem, sir? Well, Your Honor, that is the crux of the issue today that I'd like to talk about, and that is that age difference where it was kind of neglected and pushed to the side at the beginning of the relationship when it was all about the fun. Over the years we've been together, it's, it's now that we're not, we're not in sync. Um, e is all about fun and adventure and planning the rest of her life. And I'm still a working man, and um, I can't even think into the middle of next week. Well, you're going to have to get better than that because, let me tell you something, life is too short and too long for you not to be happy and not to be able to enjoy every single second, minute, and hour of every day. And so let's figure out if there's some compromise that we can uh, come up with um, and keep you all together. And if not be able to at least send you on your way as whole human beings. Why don't we start with you, Ms. Beer? Take me back um, to why you say we are here. The first thing that came out of your mouth was controlling. Yes, um, control is an issue. Paul lets me make the little decisions, but the big decisions are his. And my grown adult daughter was going to Paris to work and to live. And she said, Ma, can't you come and stay with me for a while while I acclimate? And I presented this scenario to Paul, and this was more or less in the beginning of our relationship. How and long were you planning on being away? I didn't know, maybe a month. And Paul said that if I went to Paris, that he would uh, not wait for me. 
and he made our relationship or my going to Paris to be supportive and enjoy my time there with my daughter at odds with each other. Well, first of all, you weren't moving to Paris. Correct. You were just going to get your daughter acclimated and settle and have a little bit of fun, correct? Yes. Paris is gorgeous. Since you are looking at a literal Francophile over here, I completely agree with you on that. Here's my question. Mr. Curran, why wouldn't you take four or five days so that you could go over in the middle of that month that she was going to be there? That's called a compromise. Why weren't you able to do that, that sir? That sounds good, Your Honor. But at the time it was presented to me, I need a month. And I felt left out. You can't be that. Yes, but you Parisian can't be, dudes. You can't be that insecure. Sorry. You cannot be that insecure that you felt left out that she was going with her daughter. Now, what were you worried about? Come on. The daughter for a week, I can handle. But the rest of it, having fun, those Parisian dudes, they're going to be I, on her I like a I wasn't planning to move there. It was still a relatively short trip. There were other occasions, Your Honor. So I'm just curious what would make you so concerned? that she can't be out of your sight. Now, mind you, people do long-distance relationships all the time. There's FaceTime, there's live stream, there's all kinds of ways for you to stay in touch. Heck, people have full-blown relationships online. There's no reason that you can't make a time for you to see each other in the morning and in the evening. Help me to understand why you weren't willing to compromise, because I want to figure it out. We have a routine, Your Honor. Ah. It's interrupting our routine. And um, a, a month is just too long. I'm, I feel like I'm schlepping down to the city and back every day. And um, I just don't think it's right. And Miss Beer, did you hear what he said? I heard what he said. But again, we go back to here I am, 70 years old. He's 58. He wants to retire when he's 70, when I'm 82. Am I going to want to travel the world then? Now is my time. And he also showed high control issues when I said, I'd like to go down to Del Rey for a month and live there. And you can come down on the weekends if you'd like. And he's like, no, no, you can't go there. Um, you mean Del Rey Beach down in Florida? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that sounds like fun. Doesn't that oh. sound like a glorious uh, month in fun winter? Fun for her. And but why wouldn't that be fun for you on the weekends? We can't. No, it's, it's not right, Your Honor. I can tell you right now because you, again, Mr. Coran, if you want to make it work, you can make it work. Southwest Airlines, you figure out the $59 or the $79 fare and you buy the tickets for the weekends. And then you just turn right around and go back. Come on now. Yes, and I'm tired of the cold. When he was performing, I would want to look nice, go out dancing, wear a bustier, feel adorable. But he didn't want me dressing so that I would garner attention and he would tell me, here, wear this t-shirt. Why wouldn't you want the world to see how fabulous she is? Your Honor, her kahunas were like sitting on top for the world to see like high beams. It's, it's unacceptable. Promotional consideration provided by Divorce Court will be right back. He loves attention. I'm an introvert, although how we met, I was mm. performing in a band, so I was doing some singing. And so, but he likes the attention and I, I, I'm jealous about that, I'm sorry. Oh, Mr. Coran, you are the performer in the relationship and you're jealous when she gets attention? Tell me well, what that's about. It's another <laughs> persona, Your Honor. It's not Paul, it's Paulie. Okay, Beyonce and Sasha Fierce. <laughs> okay. Exactly. <laughs> 
that's a different persona of mine. So you're telling me Paul is who is standing here before me. Correct. Regular, everyday, solid, salt-of-the-earth dude. But then when Paul Lee takes over, it's a whole nother person. I need to entertain. But They're paying customers. Well, think that Miss Spear is a paying customer right now, and she wants to be entertained also. Can't you all find some sort of compromise and not put the control in that makes her feel guilty for wanting to live? And jealousy, too. Um, for instance, when he was performing, I would want to look nice, go out dancing, wear a bustier, feel adorable or Would whatever. Would you go to support him? Oh, all the time. But he didn't want me dressing so that I would garner attention. And he would tell me, here, wear this T-shirt. Put that over your bustier. That's all we had was the drummer's T-shirt. But, Your Honor, her kahunas were like sitting on top <laughs> for the world to see like high beams. Mr. It's, it's unacceptable. You have her as your woman. Why wouldn't you want the world to see how fabulous she is? That's the way you should think about it rather than it's a problem. I disagree, Your Honor. He is there to support me and not get looked at and maybe even disrespected by the kind of guys that come to see our band. So explain to me what you have seen to make you uh, feel jealous about what Miss Spear would look like. Help me to understand that, sir. He loves to dance. I've seen dudes approach her, open their arms, and he will engage in a dance with them. Here's the thing. You can't make me believe that Miss Spear is being disrespectful to you because you're not saying that. This is in your head. Are you suggesting that she is in some way giving you reason to believe that she would violate your relationship? Give me some real examples. I don't like the bump and grind, Your Honor. So what would you like? Would you like a 70-year-old that sits at home and watch forensic files all day? Your Honor, she doesn't look 70. She looks half her age. She has a sex drive half her age. I can't keep up with her. Mr. Coran, <laughs> what in the world are you complaining about? I see all the men, all the women, all in the jury clapping. The complaints that come into divorce court are people don't want intimacy. People don't want to look good. People don't want to go places. Your partner wants to look good for you, wants to support you, wants to go places. Tell me what the problem is. I want to be retired too, damn it. <laughs> it's not fair. Mr. Grant, do you want to make this relationship work? I do, Your Honor. And in fact, I tried to commit to our future. There was a house purchase that went awry. I tried to um, pose with an engagement ring. She turned me down. I was not only heartbroken that he did not want to go through with the house purchase, but that I felt humiliated. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free at 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. Miss Beer, what can I do to help you figure this out? Because I understand this jealousy is not just the way you look, but as it relates to friends also. Yes, my uncle passed away. He was the last of my father's brothers. And so his funeral was planned and I know Paul does not like going to funerals. So I said I would go alone. 
And then all of a sudden he said, what do you mean you're going alone? He said, who's going to be there? And he thought that my friend was going to fly up to meet me and be at the funeral. A hook up at the funeral? Well, kind of, sort of. And, uh, you know, he thought that this friend would be at the funeral, like hiding behind the trees, waiting to come out and be with me. And I said, listen, if you're that jealous about who you think may be at the funeral, not just come to the funeral. And he saw. It was an old boyfriend that was there. Mr. Graham, where is this jealousy coming from? You have to tell me, is there something that has happened in your relationship to make you feel so jealous? He and I are not on the same page. What do you mean you're not on the same page? Well, Help me to understand it, what page you're on. It's back to that age difference. And um, he wants fun and adventure. And um, I want that too. And I cannot give up my job, my career. Well, you know, I think this is part of the problem of why we don't have a good intimate life anymore. He gets angry at me. I think the anger takes away from his wanting to have sex. So here's my concern. It doesn't seem like your goals are aligned. So I've been looking over some notes that I made in anticipation of sitting down with you today. We have to evaluate whether or not you've outgrown each other. You've been together for seven years. So only you can answer these questions. Your goals in life are different. And I think we have established that. You have different goals right now. You're moving in different directions. The patterns in your relationship are unhealthy. Being together is draining. It's draining on me, and I'm just listening. You feel ashamed of your partner. And Mr. Karan, that with their head waving back and forth and the nose turned up, E just wants attention, that's the first indication of that. Your partner is resentful. You are resentful that she is retired and can and wants to travel. These are the kinds of things that say you may have outgrown your partner. You have to determine whether or not you want to grow back together. Mr. Cran, do you want to make this relationship work? I do, Your Honor. And in fact, I tried to commit to our future. Um, there was a house purchase that went awry when I pulled out at the last minute, lost a ton of money. And I, I tend to say yes too much at the time, and then I, I guess I internalize, and then it's not what I want. I'm not ready to commit. And finally, uh, after we had a big fight about that, I tried to um, propose with an engagement ring. She turned me down, Your Honor. Broken in front promises. of a restaurant, packed people. Broken promises, not the first time. It was humiliating, Your Honor. I carry this damn thing with me as a reminder of that awful night. Luckily, they gave us the meal for free, but... Because you probably had a nice setup ready for... And what about the house? Yeah, let's take it back, because that beautiful ring is supposed to be in anticipation of a life together. And for a lot of people, that starts off with financial planning. And the financial planning seems to have been this house that you all were planning to purchase together. Did you take steps to purchase the house, Ms. Spears? Yes, and Paulie pulled out of the house deal after the inspector came, and it was two weeks from closing. I was not only heartbroken that he did not want to go through with the house purchase, but that I felt humiliated from and my families and my friends. Not that that's more important, but it was humiliating. Let me be clear also. At that point, when you say two weeks before... Yes. Deposits have been made. Yes. Oh, yeah. Inspections have been done. 
and the seller is not returning deposits. Am I correct? Correct, Your Honor. So I have to imagine that two people who have, who are either retired or now anticipating a healthy retirement in the future does not have tens of thousands of dollars to just throw away. Correct, Your Honor. Did you, both, did you all lose money? I did. Why did you walk away from the house? The financial commitment was too much for me. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I like to live in the moment. I can't plan these 10 years and having that commitment. I couldn't do it. And Ms. Spears, I get the feeling that's not the kind of life you want. I would like to know if someone is going to be truly committed to me for the future, if they're asking me to not be spontaneous and not to travel and not to do the things that I love, it's why? Mr. Coran, I think Ms. Spears is saying if you uh, can't commit to her for the long term, why would she ever commit to becoming your wife? So as she was humiliated by the withdrawal of your commitment to move the relationship to the next level with their financial connection, she's not going to go with the emotional connection of accepting your proposal. You both rejected what you both need to be in a committed relationship. I accept that, Your Honor, and I, I feel like it's a catch-22. You reject me, I reject you. It's terrible to say, but it's like it's got this life of its own. It actually says to me that you've either outgrown each other or it's time to move on. I'm hesitant to say this, but it's clear to me, Ms. Spear, you came here to determine whether or not this relationship had anywhere to go at Correct. this point. Um, you say he's holding you back from living your best life with controlling and jealous ways and really no commitment to you and the long-term future of this relationship. He talks a good game, but the actions don't belie his words. Mr. Coran, you said you came here today because you're desperate to save your relationship, but quite frankly, I haven't heard any real measures. You say you want to compromise, but I don't hear you offering any compromise. You want to spend the rest of your life with her, but you want to put it on hold. You want her to be patient. Her time is not your time. Uh, although women tend to live a little bit longer than men, every single day is precious. And I know she wants to live life to the fullest. And if you don't want to be there to support her as she lives life to the fullest, you're holding her back. There is a date and a date. The date you're born and the date you die. Those are set by the supreme being. The only thing that's in between is the dash. You're in control of the dash. Don't you give control of your dash over to anybody else. And don't waste a moment of the dash. Paul, I wish you well in the future. Robert, this relationship is never going to work because they are on three different pages. Listen, the only thing I, I could tell you right off the bat is that I'm glad that my wife and I are pretty much in the same plane yes. when it comes to retirement because I'm going to be moving all over the place with Who her. Who are you telling? I would be on my way to Paris to meet Jacques, mm -hmm. Jean-Claude, and Pierre. We, <laughs> oui, we. Oui. Made in Georgia.